Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Lone Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, JC. John, what's poppin' Coleman? Oh, good for you, man. Doing that little wrinkle? Yeah, doing a little wrinkle for you, JC. How you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Dude, I'm all fired up. I know, clearly. I'm all fired up. I, I've been working nonstop. Jeez, 75 hard. Nonstop. 75 hard is... The least of my concerns right really? now. Really? That's life. Life what? is like, look, I get up, I work out, I come to work. So you're used to it. I now. leave work, I work out, I go home, I work some more. It's part of your routine. It yes. Yes. The coolest thing about doing 75 hard the first time is the changes that happen to me as a human being. Mm. Not necessarily the weight I lost, but it was the changes. Mm. I I kept most of those changes all the way through the second time I did 75 right, right. hard. And then that that time reinforced some of the habits that I, mm -hmm. I had maybe forgotten about. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm doing it a third time, oh, it's, kind of it's not hard anymore. It's familiar. Which is life. Right. Hey, you do something once, it's hard. You're not good at it. You do it a second time, it's less hard. You're a little bit better at it. Mm -hmm. You do it a third time, you start getting good. Mm -hmm. Like we started this rookie loan officer program nine years ago. Mm -hmm. And we don't hire that many rookie yellows, literally two max three per year. Mm -hmm. And we only hire the elite of the elite of the elite. You better impress the hell out of us. And the first thing you better ask me is what's it going to take for me to win a trip to Costa Rica <laughs> or what did your, what's your rookie record? Cause I want to beat it. Mm. But even that, I look at the first rookie we hired and then I look at the second rookie we hired. It wasn't until the third rookie that we hired who still works with us, Patrick, she Cheyenne, he's Shout a 30, Patrick, yeah. $40 million producer. But it was then mm -hmm. that we found our secret sauce. Mm -hmm. And that's just kind of what I'm realizing this time around with 75 hard. At some days I get disappointed that it's not that hard. Wow. But I have to remember like, wait a minute, I should celebrate mm. that working out and drinking water and eating healthy you don't and have. reading books has just become who I am. Mm. Now, when I'm not doing 75 hard, I promise you, I'm not taking a shirtless picture of myself daily. <laughs> right. I may be a confident man. I may sometimes have been called mean things like arrogant or self-centered, right. but I'm not so narcissistic that I take pictures of myself daily. Yeah. That is something I only do. Leave that for the millennials. They're great at it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that is something I only do during 75 hard. Nice. And honestly, why I like 75 hard is I don't go 75 days without drinking unless I'm doing that. And right. I don't read as much as I should when I'm not doing it. Yeah. And I promise anyone who's tuned in, you can go 75 days without alcohol. You might not be willing to, but mm. tell yourself that, right. but you can. And if you ever did it, it is amazing the mental clarity that you find somewhere around day 10 and day 17. Are you smacked though after 75 hours after like one glass of Pinot? Like you'll have one glass and be like, holy shit. I had, well, for me, it was a high lie beer. Okay. That beer oh, high lie, the yeah, IPA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, cigar, I think cigar brewery. Yeah, yeah the same yeah, Peak, Cigar uh, City. Tampa, yes. Yeah. I had a, I remember I was, I was at Top Golf. Wow. I was at Top Golf with my family mm -hmm. and like, it was like my extended family. We were there for like celebrating someone's birthday. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I had a draft, which is the right. best way to drink right. beers, draft, right. a draft highlight. Mm -hmm. And after one, Smack. I felt like I was 16 all over again. Great, right? Oh <laughs> yeah, my, I missed fantastic. those days. Right. Nice. Did you recover good? Well, I only had like two beers. I know that's all you need, right? Guys? Yeah, but I didn't drive home. There you like, go. You know, yeah, normally yeah. two beers is like, dude, I'm a 200-pound yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Two yeah. beers over a course of an Darn. hour or two, I'm Darn. totally fine. Well, no, not there. I was like good. two beers and I needed a water. Good. Yep. So, no, Um, today's topic. Yes. Today's topic is? Is, finding con is financing condos hard? 
Oh yeah, we can end the the episode right now. Yes. Okay. Yeah, well, we're guys, done. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you check out tlaponline.com. He's Dustin Nolan. I'm John Coleman. That's all the time we have today for today. We'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. What if it was that easy? What if it was really, really? that easy? I mean, we're like, wonder- hey, is is purchasing a condo more difficult than purchasing a single family home, or is financing a condo more difficult? We're like, yep, yep, we're done, and that's it. One day. You know what? We wouldn't get to 10K on YouTube. We wouldn't. Yeah. You know, our audio is crushing it. Mm-hmm. So everyone who tunes in on audio, thank, thank you, you very much. Thank you. I know I talk about YouTube all the time. Look, I talk about YouTube all the time because my kids, mm-hmm. my kids who are teenagers told me it's a big deal it if is. you ever hit 10K on YouTube. It's a thing. So it's a thing. Yeah. I, I didn't know YouTube. I'm not a YouTube person. Mm-hmm. Um, I got into YouTube about two years ago when I was trying to learn how to swim. Yeah. But... We're at 9K right now. Yes. 9K subs, yes. we're 1,000 away. Almost there. Okay, audio's crushing it, yeah, right? You yeah. told me this morning, like, we drop an episode, we have well over 1,000. Within, like, w- within 25, 26 hours. Yeah, so 24 hours, we have 1,000 yeah. uh, uh, listens, yeah. uh, tune-ins, whatever yeah. it's called, right? Which we appreciate, Love right? It. And we're looking forward to 1,000 turning into 5,000. Yes. 5,000 turning into 10. It's yeah. going to be a fun ride. And the more people tune in, the more we can do, right? Right. The more we can do this, the more fun we can have, the more content we can mm-hmm. do, the more we can travel out and see these great people who are digging mm-hmm. what we do. Mm-hmm. But I want to, I want to throw this out there. Okay. The people who do watch us on YouTube, mm-hmm. they complain and they've complained for two years now, John, that on episodes like this, when yeah. you are on camera, not behind the camera yeah. at about the 25 minute mark, yep. camera's going to go to black, Dang. which means you're going to see nothing but a title title slate. Title slate. Yep. I'm making a promise. Okay. The minute we hit 10,000 subs okay. on YouTube, YouTube, I'm personally going to go spend the money that is required to get you the right camera to make sure that shit don't happen anymore. Ding, 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 ding. I'm going to add some sound effects there. That's amazing. Yes. I'm excited. That's yes. what gets me going. That's what gets you <laughs> going? New yes. audio and video. <laughs> You're like, John, why are you oh, it's a new camera and a lens, man? That's all I need. All right. So um, so that's one. Okay. TLOPonline.com. Yeah. It is TLOPonline. You got to put the online there. Yeah. TLOP stands for the Loan Officer Podcast. Yep. You, if you're tuned in and you like what we do, you are now a TLOPer. You're a TLOPer. You're one of us. Yep. You can also go to theloanofficerpodcast.com. If you like typing in long URLs. That is our website. That shit has tons of additional content. Like tons. Yes. Um, Under sales tools is where you want to go. Now, there's other... Um, tile bars that you can yeah. click on, industry news, there's um, guides, trackers, worksheets, career corner, there's an, an online community, yeah. like like there's links to some of the best guides mm-hmm. for mortgage programs, products, and guidelines. Okay. But it's a membership. Yeah. Most people are signed on for free. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Love it. Thank you. You you are showing your support. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, we love what you do. We mm-hmm. want to support you, and we want the great content. Super dope. Because look, like anything in life, the good stuff is free. The great stuff we want to we want some money for. Right. And the reason why we want money is because websites aren't cheap. Shit ain't Maintaining free. websites uh, no, is not cheap. Audio and video <laughs> equipment is not cheap. Right. right. So we need to raise funds. That's just how the world goes around. Even nonprofit businesses collect money. That's true. Right. Mm-hmm. So. If you want the good stuff, become a premium member. It's a whopping $25 a month. Mm. That's what it is. And look, if you don't like what what we're putting out there, you're not getting $25 worth of value, cool, cancel. Cancel is a free world. You can do what you want for the most part. Almost. Almost. Unless you're in certain states, at which point, no, they're trying to restrict some of your freedoms. But hey, if you don't like that, then it is a free country. You can go to the the ballot box and make your choice. Mm -hmm. So 
on that, mm-hmm. we have some milestones coming up. Yeah. 1,000. Yeah. When we hit 1,000 mm-hmm. subs, mm-hmm. here's what we're going to do. Okay. And when I say subs, it's not a sub. It's, um, it's, a, it's a subscription. A, it's yeah, 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 it's another subscription. Yeah. I don't want people to get confused, YouTube yeah. versus tloponline.com. But when we hit 1,000, I want you to do a raffle. Okay. Okay. And I want you to do a raffle of everyone who has check this out everyone who has logged in mm-hmm. as a free or freemium member right. we're going to draw five names okay. of those of those free mm-hmm. and we're going to give them one free year oh okay okay we can do that right so that's a $300 value okay yep. cool absolutely now of the 100 people mm-hmm. who are paying once we hit 100 paying cuz i don't think we're there yet not yet um, I, I think, I think we have, we, I think we're coming close. Come close. We're coming close. But when we hit 100 paid, mm-hmm. here's what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to draw one name. One name. And we're going to offer them one year free coaching. Ooh, what? Ooh. One year free coaching because we are launching our coaching program. Right. It, 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 you know, it's, we're going to have a, uh, what do you call it? Like a boot camp style yeah. kickoff coaching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's just going to be a, a six week thing, four calls over six weeks. But then come the fall semester, we're going to actually have LO coaching. Mm -hmm. Depending on where you are in your career, you're going to be in a group size of eight, five, or three. Yeah. We will give away. Wow. It's going to be a drawing. Mm -hmm. All right. I put it out there. It's going to happen. So now we have to do it. Yeah. But people have to go check out Mm tloponline.com and they have to register. Right. And instead of doing a number on it, Mm -hmm. here's what we're going to do also. Okay. To entice people. Yes. It's once we hit a thousand. Mm -hmm. People who have become freemium members and mm-hmm. 100 paying mm-hmm. premium members, mm-hmm. whatever month that is, if it's April, mm-hmm. then the cutoff is going to be everyone who had signed on by April 30th. Right, right. If it's May, the yeah, cutoff right, will be right. everyone in May. Right. So then the drawing will be either May 1st or June 1st, depending on when we hit that milestone. I'm looking forward to it. All right. So I've wasted enough time. For those of the, those of you keeping score at home, uh, where are we on the on the marker? I don't know, man. It's in it's in frames, not. Oh, it's yeah. in frames right now. Yeah. All right, somewhere around the eight minute mark is, sure. is is what you want to fast forward to. Yeah, right. All right. Okay. So let's go. Okay. The question you posed again was: yeah. Is financing condos difficult? Is it easy? Why are they so hard? So let's dive into this, and we're going to spend 15, 20 minutes on it. Okay. And it doesn't need more than fifteen or twenty minutes. But the answer is yes. Yes, it is. But you probably want to know why. Yeah. First of all, has it always been hard? Always. It's always been hard. It has always been hard. Okay. Yes, for at least dating back until 2000. So for the past two decades, going on three decades, condo financing has been difficult. And the reason why is when you are applying for a home loan, we, mortgage lenders and banks, we are qualifying you, the individual, John Coleman. Mm-hmm. Hey, John, what's your income like? Is, it st- is your employment stable? Do you show a history of being able to save money? Do you show a history of being able to pay your bills on time? Mm-hmm. What is your debt income ratio? Meaning how much money do you make compared to how much money do you owe? And then from there, we will figure out, are we even willing to lend you money? And if so, how much? Mm-hmm. But we also want to know, hey, John, I need some collateral. Now, this mm-hmm. is how lending works. Mm-hmm. It's how it works in, in many facets, not just in home loans. Mm-hmm. What's your collateral? Right, we want to know that because ultimately we're only lending you this money at these cheap interest rates because we are going to have a legal document that states if you don't pay us, we're going to take your shit back. Right, right. Cars get repossessed, homes get foreclosed on. Yeah. Okay. The reason why people pay high interest rates on credit cards is there's nothing to repossess. 
Mm. Think about that. Why, why are auto loans so cheap? Why are home loans so cheap compared to other types of financing? Well, because those have collateral. Those give, give us things mm. that we can repossess. Right. When a business is applying for a business loan, that bank wants to know, do you have collateral? Now, collateral may be, I don't have any collateral commercial lender, but I will personally guarantee that my business pays this, meaning if my business doesn't pay it, you can I'll come after it. me. Oh, okay. And by the way, this is my credit score and this is how much money I have in the bank. Mm. So although there's not a collateral there, it's at least a personal guarantee that makes a, a business banker more, more comfortable. Mm -hmm. So in lending in general, we want to know about your collateral. Well, it has been deemed throughout history based on research and based on previous events that a condominium is a riskier piece of collateral than a single family home or a town home. Okay, let's dive into that. Why is that? Because this is going to answer why, yes, it is more difficult to purchase a condo. Yes, condos are more difficult to finance. Mm -hmm. It's because the collateral isn't a collateral that excites banks and lenders the way that a single family home does. When you own a single family home, you get to decide for the most part when and how you take care of that property. Mm -hmm. You get to decide based on how we credit qualified you, how much money you're keeping in reserve assets in your rainy day fund. Mm -hmm. You get to decide whether or not you have a bunch of people renting out rooms in your house, mm -hmm. right? Like it's, mm -hmm. it's just a safer investment. Typically also you get to decide how it's maintained. You get to decide how it's insured. Mm -hmm. You get as the homeowner, the person that we underwrote, the person that we looked into your, into your background and figured out, are you worth us lending you money? You're in full control of how you care for that property, how you take care of that property. Mm -hmm. When you buy a condominium, you're not fully in control. Also, by the way, when, when you're buying and owning and we are financing, we meaning mortgage lenders are financing condos, we are or, or financing single family homes. We also understand that single family homes are easier to be resold. So if I do have to foreclose on you, it's mm -hmm. a lot easier for me to get that thing sold mm -hmm. and financed. And we're also understanding that typically homes appreciate at a faster rate than condominiums do oh, okay. historically. Okay. I'm sure there's anomalies. I'm sure it's different in this market versus that market. Mm -hmm. So knowing all of that, now we get into condos. And I was using the analogy that John, when you own your house, you're fully in charge of mm -hmm. all of those things I mentioned. When you own a condo, all you own is the air inside the drywall. That's it. That's what you own. The condominium association owns the buildings. They own the land. They are responsible, the association itself, mm -hmm. they are responsible to be able to determine do we have enough money in reserves in case something bad happens? Mm -hmm. Do we have too many people owning these things as investment properties and now it's it's been turned into something more along the lines of an apartment complex and not mm -hmm. an actual residential community? Are we doing the proper things we need to do to maintain this, this property, mm -hmm. right? We had this major catastrophe last year in Miami where the homeowners and the homeowners association could not agree on a how much money to raise to do the work that was required and then unfortunately the building collapsed and people lost their lives right people lost their spouses and their and their siblings and their children mm -hmm. be, because of this so understanding that yes mortgage lenders historically have always said whoa that's riskier 
because I don't have to just underwrite John Coleman, the individual. Mm. I have to underwrite John Coleman, the individual, as well as this condo association. Really? Is this condo association in good standing? Are they responsible? Do they have enough money in reserves? Are enough people paying their condo dues on time? Like, think about this. If you own a, a condominium in a, in a 100-unit condominium project, mm-hmm. but 30 people of the 100 who own are not paying their condo dues on time. That grass in the back ain't getting cut. Yes. <laughs> what if that hole in the roof isn't being repaired? What if the master insurance policy has, is not being paid? Hmm. What if the deferred maintenance is continuing to be deferred? Yeah. Right? And maybe a foundational issues that you're not that you're not fixing. Hmm. Now all of a sudden, if the 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 yard's not being mowed, mm-hmm. the pool's not being kept up, yeah. the roads aren't being kept up, um, there's blue tarps on the roof. Hmm. Is that a desirable condominium project? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's no longer desirable. Well, when something's not desirable, the law of supply and demand says less people want to buy in there. I have to lower my price. Hmm. Wait a minute, I'm a lender. That's my collateral. Are you telling me that? Other people, other than the borrower that I approved, hmm. can dictate whether or not this home is worth what I thought it was going to be worth when I lent on it? That's correct, Mr. Rowan. Oh, okay. Hey, I mean, I'm not saying I'm out. I'm just saying I'm going to put some parameters. <laughs> right. I'm going to build some walls. I'm going to put in some stop gaps. Mm-hmm. And this is why, yes, condos are harder to purchase. This is also why condos are harder to finance. Now, please know we... And most other lenders get condos financed day in, day out. All day. All day. But consumers and the real estate agents who sell these condos need to understand you can have a squeaky clean borrower, 800 credit That's score, million dollars in the bank, et cetera, et cetera. But if the condominium project is a dog, a dog's a dog's a dog. If they have too many of their current owners delinquent on their condo dues, if they don't have enough money going into reserve assets, hmm. if they have too many people owning it as an investment property, if they have too many of one person owning too many units, so mm. John Coleman mm. owns 40 of the 100 units, yeah. that's a little bit scary because what if John Coleman passes away in a skydiving accident yeah. and when his heirs take it over, yeah, I don't want they, yeah, they, they squander it. And now there's 40 units mm. that aren't being paid. That, you know, so it's, right. it's, so that's a risk. So condos just bring an additional risk to the, the home buyer. Most home buyers who are obtaining a home loan, you're getting your home loan. It's a conforming conventional loan. It's a VA loan or it's an FHA loan, mm-hmm. right? That's the bulk of every loan or a USDA loan if you're in a rural area. And by the way, yes, you can use a USDA loan on a condo. So many people think you can't because USDA is for rural housing. Yeah. So you don't think condominiums in rural. Yeah. You normally think, you know, condominiums in, in BK, urban areas. Yeah, right, yeah. You know, like I'm going to be in Washington, D.C. this weekend. Okay. Actually, I fly up there Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any dinner plans. So if anyone knows of any good dinner spots, yeah, I think please. my flight lands at two or three. Hit me up on LinkedIn and let me know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going up there because it's advocacy week mm-hmm. for the MBA. Mm-hmm. So I'm going up there for the advocacy con- conference and also – I have been admitted into the Future Leaders Program through the MBA. Thank you. And we have our, our kickoff class that Monday. Nice. So, yeah, I'll be in D.C. I fly in Sunday. I'm there Monday, Tuesday. I fly home Wednesday night. Okay. Right now, my only plans for that Sunday, they have a really awesome casino oh. that's, that's right outside of D.C. 
I may have to hit up that casino. Horn high yo. Um, I could maybe actually win if I'm not drinking because it's 75 <laughs> hard, right. right? But but yeah, so a place like DC, obviously Arlington, Virginia, they have a ton of condos. Right. Downtown Orlando, you think beaches, right. you think you know the Gulf of Mexico, like those are condos, but you can do a USDA loan right. on a condo, but that's the bulk of every loan being financed. Well, people need to understand FHA has some super strict requirements for us to be able to do an FHA loan on a condo buyer, that has to be FHA approved. Mm. If it's not FHA approved, I can't do it. VA, I have to get a condominium project approved through the VA. There is a checklist of items that we have to send mm. to the Department of Veteran Affairs for them to, to give the AOK. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac have their own requirements. It's like a eight page questionnaire. It's crazy. Um, yes, it has to be filled out because they want to know things like how many people are delinquent? How many of these units are owned by non-owner occupied? Mm -hmm. uh, what? Let me see your decks and your bylaws. Let me see your budget. Do you have enough money in your budget for a rainy day fund? Um, let me see your insurance. Are you properly insured? Right. If a flood, tornado, hurricane comes through, wildfire comes through, is our asset right? Our collateral is it protected mm -hmm. right we need to know that who is managing it in fact sometimes we have to see, we have to look at the minutes of the meeting when you live in a condo association you have monthly meetings yeah. condo association yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yes let's see those minutes like these are all new requirements that have to happen so what what a lot of people don't understand is they're a squeaky clean borrower mm -hmm. right 800 credit score a million dollars in the bank but you might not get approved for the loan it wasn't you Kevin Murphy has been on the show. Mm -hmm. Kevin Murphy's a good friend of mine. He's a top producer. He was Murphy. once my loan officer assistant. So, of course, I have a special place in my heart <laughs> for Kevin. Yeah. But Kevin is helping us onboard a new branch. We're opening up a branch up in um, uh, South Carolina. Shout out to Nicole. Shout I know Nicole. Nicole listens to T-Lop. Uh -huh. So, hey, there's your shout out, uh -huh. Nicole. Nice. And Kevin was helping Nicole. Um, and she has a condo that she's financing. And I loved how, con how Kevin... Condo Kevin. Condo Kevin. Uh, condo yeah, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. No, he's not Condo Kevin. But I do appreciate how Kevin explained it to Nicole. He's like, look, I tell every one of my borrowers, it'll never be you, but it could be the condo. Hmm. Meaning it'll never be you while we don't close. It's never be like, Kevin's yeah. like, I'm so good at my job. I don't get loans denied. Right. Like, if I tell you you're good, you're good. And that's how people who are tuned in should want to become. You want to be like Kevin. If you're good, you're good. And it's because Kevin's that good. But Kevin's like, I don't know about the condo. I don't know about the condo and I won't know until we get X, That's Y, right. and Z. And by the way, it's not like asking a borrower or a consumer for X, Y, and Z. If I said, John, I need your pay stub, your W2s, your tax returns, your bank statement. I'll and get you're, it, yeah. yeah, you're like, dude, give me give me Monday. I'll, I'll grab it all on the weekend. Yeah. I'll scan it. I'll upload it. I'll send it over to you. Cool. When you're trying to get it from a third-party management well, company. I can only imagine. Oh, yes. Some are extremely diligent, they're detailed, they know the drill, yeah, they have, boom, yeah, they, they a, get it. They have a department for that. Some, it's like three weeks later, and we're having to call the listing agent who has to call the seller, the seller has to call the management company and threaten them mm. with physical violence. Now, hopefully they never do that, but right. they have to threaten them to get what we need. And then what we do get, it may be incomplete, it may be inaccurate, it may not, it might not like actually jive because the appraiser went out there and the appraiser gave us a bunch of details. But then what happens when the appraiser gives a bunch of details, but the condo questionnaire contradicts the appraiser? Uh-oh. Who's right? Who's wrong? Who knows? But we have to figure it out. Mm. So, like, it's just a process. It is a process. I teach realtors. When you hear condo, deep breath, take a step back, 
-hmm. It's okay, but they need to be talking to an expert. At this case, if they have a pre-approval letter from a bank that you don't trust or like or have a relationship with, you may need to have that home buyer talk to a lender you know, like, and trust. Mm -hmm. If they have a pre-approval letter from an online lender, again, take a deep breath. They may need to go talk to someone that you know, like, and trust in your local market who knows condos. Like if you're up in the 850 area code, right? That's basically Tallahassee all the way to Pensacola, Florida, the panhandle of Florida. I know Sue Batello. Sue Batello has been in this business since like 1998. That lady knows condos inside and out, right? So if you're trying to buy a home or finance a home, that's who you call. Mm -hmm. You call Sue. She does condo tells. She does non-warrantable condos. She does conforming condos. Mm -hmm. By the way, some people are like, whoa, WTFDO, non-warrantable condo tell. What does that mean? I'll try to get there. If I can't, then maybe we have to have someone on Sue, uh, like Sue on mm -hmm. and just yeah. geek out Hard, on yeah. condos. Yeah. But please know that there's a difference between a condo and a condo tell. There's a thing called a warrantable condo and a non-warrantable condo. Non-warrantable means it meets all of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac's guidelines. Mm -hmm. That checklist, that questionnaire, getting the budget and the bylaws and the decks and the insurance, maybe even having to get the minutes from the past six meetings. And that goes through a condo approval process, which believe it or not, there is a condo approval process. And it gets signed off on, we can move forward with a 95% conventional loan. Cool, that's called a warrantable condo. A non-warrantable condo, well, the word non or the prefix non, it means it doesn't meet all those guidelines. Yeah. At that point, there are certain loan programs that will still do a non-warrantable condo but understand the risk is priced in. Mm. You may have been able to get a 30-year fixed at 5% on a warrantable condo. Your rate on a non-warrantable condo may be 6% and it's a five-year arm, not a 30-year fixed. Mm. You may have to pay a point versus no points. Like you're paying extra or you're paying up. Now, by the way, speaking of paying, Please know that interest rates on condos in general are more expensive. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's loan level of pricing adjustments imposed by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. They have a LLPA, which you can Google that LLPA chart Fannie Mae. You'll see that, that there is a hit for condos. They have to price hmm. in the additional risk. Hmm. That is a lot of stuff. It is a lot of stuff. So. You sit through enough mortgage schools, mm -hmm. and I always pick on my buddy Troy Holm, mm -hmm. and I always say to Troy, "It depends." And like, "It depends" is one of my new favorite phrases to use in the mortgage industry, and I totally swiped and, and adapted it and stole it from Danielle Anderson. And I listened to actually my friend Sue Batello mm -hmm. up in the Panhandle of Florida. She was on somebody else's podcast talking about right, condos, yeah. and I heard she was using "It depends," yeah. and it's like, well, someone reached out and they're like, "Hey, does this does this condo mm -hmm. is it a, is it financeable?" I'm like, it depends. it depends. It depends how much money you're putting down. Because if you're putting down 25%, mm -hmm. I can do what's called a limited review on a conforming loan. And limited means that there's limited documentation needed and required. Mm -hmm. Maybe I can get it through. If you're not putting down 25%, you're putting down more. Again, it depends. I don't know if it's warrantable or not. How do I know if it's going to be warrantable? Well, I have to collect a bunch of freaking information. All right. And then I have to get that information hmm. over to a condo review company. It's probably going to be a back and forth. It's not a one and done. I'm going to send it. They're going to review it. And like, okay, well, this is 80% complete. I need to get these three questions yeah. answered. I need to get these two documents sent back over right. before I can make my determination. 
at whether or not this is warrantable or not warrantable. Mm. So then if it's warrantable, cool. It depends. Yep, we can move forward. Mm. If it's non-warrantable, the answer is still. It depends. Let me go check my non-warrantable investors right. to see if it's something that they will take on. Hmm. And then if it's deemed to be a condo tell, okay. For some lenders, that's a no-go. Really? It is. That's a no-go. Mm. Yeah, that's a competitive advantage at certain lenders like Waterstone, where, where we work. Yes, we have that competitive advantage. I can do condo tells. Mm. Subatello does condo tells. Hmm. And a condo tell is basically if a hotel and a condo made a baby. And there it is. It's a condo. You own it. But, man, does that thing operate and look a lot like, like a hotel. hotel. Like, when I go on my ski vacations, a lot of times I stay at condo tells. Mm. I'm renting for the week someone's condo that they own. Mm -hmm. But when I walk in, dude, there's there's the concierge, mm -hmm. there's the bellman, there's the front desk. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, it, yeah, it looks like a it, it's Yeah, it's a hotel, how it mm -hmm. operates, but it's individually owned. Mm -hmm. So each unit has, has a fractional ownership. Mm -hmm. So that that is a condo hotel. That for a lot of banks and lenders, that's like a mm, no-go, yeah. not moving forward. I will shut up in a second. I think you have a question, but I wanted to throw this out there because mm -hmm. you're a big universe guy. Yeah. We love our t-shirts, we mm -hmm. love our hats. Mm -hmm. We probably don't do a good enough job of like displaying them on tloponline.com. <laughs> One day. We haven't we haven't gotten to a point to where like people can buy them. Mm -hmm. I had this vision that every year we had new oh, yeah. shirts new, made. A new collection. Yeah, like a new collection. <laughs> yeah, yes. all collection of yes. Hey, Jeff McGinnis, Waterstone's president and CEO. Yeah. You know that camo T-Lop yeah, yeah. I wear? He He's, wants one. Okay. So I don't know where you bought them from. I could think you just, we can make that happen for Jeff. Yeah. Well, for other people too, could you like buy 10 or 20 sure, more? Sure, sure. Okay, perfect. I mean, I love it. He like, commented on it. He was like, where'd you get that? He was like, yeah. No, we were at that uh, uh, Achievers Award trip. Oh, okay, yeah. And I was wearing mine. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I was at the pool. He's like, I want that hat. I'm like, well, you can't have this hat because it's my only <laughs> it's hat. literally one, yeah, yeah, one yes, of three. Yes. <laughs> Plus, I don't have the, the, the beautiful locks of silver fox hair right? that Jeff has. Come on, so man. he can rock his pretty hair. Yeah, I'm going to rock the, the, the camo T-Lop hat. Right. But um, speaking of T-shirts, I think I want one that's like T-Lop on the front. Mm-hmm. It depends. On the back. On the back. Done. It depends. Sure. It, done. Yep. Yeah. Let's make that our next okay. collection. Done. Um, where were we back on condos? Though? No. So I have a question. Say a borrower or a buyer is falling in love uh, and they have good credit. They're in good standing. But the condo's kind of like suspect. But they really love the unit. Like, I want this place. And let's say the, the lender's like, we can't do it because of the condo. Can the, the, lend, can the borrower say, like, hey, I'll put down more. I'll do X, Y, Z to get into it to, like, offset. Sometimes it depends. Okay. Yeah. Like, so Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac have their full condo review and they also have what's called a limited review. Mm -hmm. There are certain times that a great loan originator, a Subatello type mm -hmm. can collect all the information up front. She can put her eyes on it. She can review it and be like, Ooh, Hey, look, because, and let me use an example because they don't have enough money going of their budget going mm -hmm. into their reserve account. I don't see this going through a full review, but ma'am or sir, I saw you were only trying to put 10% down. If you put down an extra 15%, because in your case, maybe they have the money and they love the unit. Mm -hmm. I can do a limited review. And when I do a limited review, they're not going to want to see the budget or how much money is going towards reserves. Mm -hmm. If that was the case, then yes, to answer your question, you could move forward. Mm -hmm. Now, if it's because there's litigation against the condo association, mm -hmm. No, it may be a dead deal. It may be a dead deal. Now, if it's because too many entities 
like individual entities own in there. Mm -hmm. Basically one person, John Coleman owns 40 of the hundred units. Mm -hmm. Maybe I could take it to a non, a non-warrantable investor, right? So I'm not doing the 30 year fix at 5%. Now I'm doing a five, one arm at six and a half percent, but look, no one ever wanted a mortgage. Nobody wants to be in debt. Everybody wants a home. So as long as that helps them buy the home and it works in their financial plan, then five, one arm, 30 year fixed. I mean, look, statistically, you're probably going to refinance this in two years anyhow, right. based on where rates are today and uh, the spring of 2022 and where we think they're going to be by the fall of 2023. Mm-hmm. Like that is something that a great loan officer is explaining to their consumers right now at this very moment. Right. Um, new construction condos, <laughs> like throw your hands in the air. Really? New construction condos are even more difficult no than way. resales. Yes. Yeah, because there's a thing called a PERS approval. If you're trying to do a conforming loan, a PERS approval, you like you can't even start until the, the building is like 51% pre-sold. Then you have to have X amount of closings happen. So that means people either have to pay cash what? or they have to go get a non-warrantable condo loan. Now, the good thing about people paying cash is I just heard and read a statistic that like 25% of all real estate transactions or cash transactions right now hmm. up from like 22%. So there's you know, quite a bit of cash transactions happening, mm-hmm. but yes, trying to do new construction, warrantable condos, man. And to get a PERS approval, it's a lot of money. And it's not money the lender's going to pay. The developer of that really? new construction is going to have to stroke a check. I don't know if it's 10, 20 or 30 grand. I guess it depends right. on the size right. of, and, and the scope of, of what's being developed mm-hmm. and how many units, and how many buildings, but just no new construction is difficult. Condo tells are difficult. What are some of the things that you're on the lookout for? Well, what's the, the delinquency rate in terms of people paying or not paying their condo dues on time? Is there enough enough money going into reserves? Do they have deferred maintenance? Because that's a huge issue right now and especially going forward. Does more than does one entity own more than X percent? Hmm. Right? These are all things that yeah, that, that should be a telltale sign. Now, if I'm a realtor, I can go into the MLS and I can see over the past six months how many transactions have sold. Were they cash or were they or were they financing? Mm-hmm. Now, just because they were financing, you don't know was it a limited review, was it a full review, or was it a warrantable condo? Because it may say in the MLS, oh, it's conforming, but they don't know that. They don't know it's a conforming loan nine times out of ten. Uh, they just know it wasn't FHA or VA. Yeah. But it, it could have been. There's a big difference between a conventional. 25% limited review versus a conventional 5% down full review. Hmm. And sometimes a realtor, and I don't expect a real estate community to know, actually that loan was underwritten by a third party and it was what was deemed a non-warrantable condo. Maybe it was a portfolio loan. Mm-hmm. There's not a section for them to say that it was non-conforming, non-warrantable. Right. So it just goes under in, in MLS. For those that are geeking out with me and know what I'm talking right. about, but these are just things to know. Right. Just know if you're wanting to buy a condo, great, but we have to approve you and the condominium project itself. That means we have to ask your condominium project leadership team to work with us and send us documents. And there's a chance that we can't do a conforming loan. There's a chance we have to do a non-conforming. There's a chance we can't do non-conforming and we have to do a condo tell. By the way, to give you an example, because I had given like great examples, 5% on a warrantable condo, 6.5% on a non-warrantable condo. Take a guess at where do you think condo tell interest rates are? 11. 8.5. Wow. 
Okay. Somewhere around there. Let's say seven and a half. Whatever uh, it is, it's much higher. Yeah. Here's the best part about a condo tell. People who buy condo tells, they honestly shouldn't care about their rate. They should care about their payment. And does it cash flow? That's why you're buying a condo tell. Maybe you and your family are going to use this thing two weeks out of the year, but the rest of the time you're going to rent this bad boy. Right. You're buying a condo tell because you want the concierge desk. You mm. want the bellman. You want the check-in desk. You want all of the amenities. Then you also want to rent it. So honestly, whether it's a eight and a half percent rate or four and a half percent rate, the question really is what's the payment? Does it cash flow? How many weeks is this going to stay rented? And do I want to use it or not? Great point. But I think it's just good to know. And I think this is probably a good enough starter for answering the questions. Mm -hmm. Are condos more difficult to finance? Mm -hmm. Or you can flip it, are condos more difficult to purchase? Mm -hmm. The answer is yes, but don't be overly discouraged. Just be educated, know what you're getting yourself into and create contingency plans. Maybe if you're buying a condo, you don't necessarily tell your landlord that you're moving out mm -hmm. until you know the condo has been approved, right? Maybe if you're buying a condo, you don't do certain life events mm -hmm. that you maybe you otherwise would have done until you fully understand and you're given the thumbs up by your lender that everything's a-okay. You're approved, the condo's approved, here's your closing date. Mm -hmm. Those are some precautions that maybe you could take. You don't go and tell all your friends and family that you're you're become a homeowner. I'm moving to Biscayne Bay, just trust me, give me a couple months, I can't wait. Yeah, yep. But you know, it's 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 not a buyer beware moment. Right. I think it's like, hey, be educated, understand what's going on, right? Do the research if you're a lender. Learn what it means to finance a condo. Right. Do some Google research. Reach out to your underwriter. Reach out to your condo department. Right. right? If you're a wannabe condo purchaser, talk to your realtor in detail. Talk to your lender in detail. Ask your lender how many condos they financed personally, the right. actual loan region you're talking right. to. What is their condo approval process like? I have a question for you. Yes. Final question. Do condos and associations usually have in-house lenders and sidebar? Would it no, be, they don't. But go ahead. And then would it be good for loan officers? We were talking about like, hey, market to realtors, market to like CPAs. Is it good for them to like go to like um, yeah. condos and be like, hey, I, I have a specific problem? Great questions. So typically, no, a condo association is not is not having an in-house anything. Mm -hmm. If they did, that is more of a condo tell. Okay. So nope, they they don't. But if you worked your butt off and you were able to obtain financing for a particular condo project, I don't care if it was a condo tell, a non-warrantable condo, or you were able to obtain some kind of approval mm -hmm. for a condo, by all means you should go to the next or try to get into the next condominium meeting and let people know, hey, look, this is who I am. This is what I do for a living. I just financed this unit. So if any of you all are looking to sell or refinance, we all know that condos are a little bit more difficult to finance, but I know what I'm doing, especially in your unit. Maybe you look at every realtor who has a listing in there. You reach out to that realtor. Maybe you get with one of the realtors that you're targeting. You spend a couple bucks. And the two of you create a co-branded postcard and you mail the entire condo project where you're like, hey, look, she knows or he knows how to sell condos. I know how to finance them. We are your go-to real estate and finance team for 
selling and buying in and you mm-hmm, yeah. name the, the name of the project. So yes, that's a great, John, that's mm-hmm. a great marketing and sales tactic. Um, you should go on social media, especially if your market's condo heavy and kind of do a humble brag about how you just financed in this particular condo. And, you know, if, if you know of anyone who's trying to buy in mm-hmm. there and they're struggling, have them call me because I know what I'm doing. Right. Yes. There are people like Subatello out in this world who that is their niche. There's a lady up in um, Minnesota. Her name is Kina Maher. And Kina's a condo queen. She knows new construction condos. You want to talk to someone who knows PERS approval? Mm. Reach out to Kina. Shout out Kina, by the way. Shout out. Uh, we worked together way back in the day, um, but she's an amazing originator, knows her shit inside and out. So that that, that is a property-type niche that someone can lean into. Mm-hmm. And, and really become an expert. And then you are correct. You could go out and sell and market yourself, whether it's to the owners in the community, whether it's to the real estate community, or maybe a combination of the both. But I think that's all for now. Yeah. Like, I think that's a good stopping place. It's a, it's a good introduction to condos and condo financing. Look, if you have more questions, by all means, reach out or Maybe on TLOP online, if you go to sales tools, we have yeah. some content that yeah. I've I, that we have done mm-hmm. from various mortgage school classes that we now host yeah. on TLOP online. Um, check that out. Yeah. Talk to your sales manager. Talk to your scenario desk. Talk to your realtor. Do some Google search. Figure out what it means to finance a condo, to get a condo approved. What are some of the pitfalls? What are some of the opportunities? He's John Coleman. I'm Dustin Owen. That's all the time we have for you today, but we will look forward to catching you on the next episode. Peace.